Hello, my friends. It's Andy and Heidi coming to you live from East Lake Village. East Lake Village. <laughs> I had a friend ask us, where'd you guys go? Andy left this mysterious post. <laughs> yes. Just down the street, folks. That was my goal, just to mess with people's minds. Yeah, you did a good job. Because I want people to think we're moving to Texas or Idaho or Florida. None of the above. About a mile and a half away. Yes. That's, that's as far as we can move. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and here we are in East Lake Village. Yes. Garble, Indy, California. Uh, go to resurrectministry.com where you will find all the other content that we have to offer and all the different shows, His Glory TV, YouTube, a bunch of other stuff. It's all available there. Yes. You ask a question, we'll be happy to answer it. Stick us a note, a message in the comments section. And we'll get it directly. Faux show. Sure. And uh, in addition to that, we are on four different places in Facebook. My personal page, my other page, and uh, Living page. Fearless Devotional and Resurrect Ministry page. Yes. And then we're on Twitch. We're on YouTube and uh, Twitter. Edify. And Rumble. And then we're going to tell you about Edify. Edify is really one of the most important important places. So if none of those places uh, sound good to you, if you are tired of Facebook, then go watch us on Twitter. If you don't like Twitter, uh, maybe, you, maybe you will in like a couple months when Elon takes over, then go to YouTube. If you don't like YouTube, you can go to Rumble. You can go to Twitch. Rumble. Yes, yeah, so we're all over the place. And make sure and comment like this very smart person is right here. Kate Marys. Yes. Hi, guys. Hi, nice Kate. to see you. But please comment, let us know where you're watching from um, and what you think about the devotional and what comes to mind. Any questions you have related to the devotional or not related to devotional? We don't care. Yeah, we'll take it all. All right. Let's read uh, from Smith Wigglesworth devotional for April 29th. The title is A Spirit of Mourning. The reference is Matthew 5, 4. And if it sounds familiar, that's yes. what it was yesterday. Yes. Uh, Blessed are those who mourn, for they shall be comforted. The scripture reading for today is Psalm 23. Smith says, We must live in such a pure atmosphere that God will shine in and through our souls. Oh, this uttermost salvation. I am satisfied that as we get to know the Son of God, we will never be weak anymore. Amen. The tide will turn. Let us look at Matthew 5.4. Blessed are those who mourn, for they shall be comforted. Did Jesus mean mourning over death? No. He meant mourning over the, our sons and daughters who have not yet reached heaven, who know nothing about the things of the spirit of life. When God places within us a mourning cry to move the powers of God, then he will send a revival in every home. It is impossible to get the spiritual mourning over lost souls without having the very next thing that God says, you shall be comforted. As though God could give you a spirit of mourning over a needy soul, than not give you victory. Amen. Beloved, it is the mighty power of God in us. And when the Spirit brings us to this morning attitude over lost souls and over all the failures that we see in professing Christians, until we can go into the presence of God with this morning spirit, nothing will happen. But when that happens, rejoice. God will bring you through. Revival is coming. God's heart is in the place of intense passion. Let us bend or break, for God is determined to bless us. Mm -hmm. Oh, the joy of service and the joy of suffering. Oh, to be utterly cast upon Jesus. God is coming forth with power. There must be no coming down from the cross, but 
a going on from faith to faith and from glory to glory with an increasing diligence so that we may be found in him without spot and blameless. The spirit of mourning will turn into rejoicing as we are faithful before him. Thought for today, the end of all real faith always is rejoicing. Amen. <laughs> I claim it. I want all of you to claim that too. Because really, I if you don't, as I told Andy, this just reminds me of uh, my daughter is I don't know how many nights I cried. It's it's almost like um, I take responsibility for the first eight years of her life. I was nowhere to be found. I was running around working, doing whatever. And uh, it, it's almost like having a broken favorite toy, like your kid that just cries like crazy over this thing that they loved and now it's broken. And I, I just, I don't know how many nights, how, how much I cried to Jesus over that, over her. And it was, and just now seeing her just growing and blossoming is, is, is complete affirmation to me that God will give us um, dancing over morning. Mm. He'll give us victory. You have to claim it. You have to believe it. I just wouldn't, I, I, there was not an ounce in my body that would not accept it. Hmm. Was there a difference when you were in the Muslim faith and now, now in the Christian faith of your attitude uh, towards motherhood? Was it different? It was completely different. I didn't actually even think I broke her. I didn't realize that until I came to Christ. Wow. Yeah. No sense of it whatsoever. I thought it was all her. I thought she was born broken. Defect. I got a factory defect. What? Yeah. Absolutely. Wow. Yeah. It wasn't until I came to Christ where he's like. This is yours. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You need to take care of it. You need to fix this, you know? And so I had no sense of it whatsoever. Wow. Until I came to Christ. I can't believe I never asked you that before. Yeah, he he really schooled me on it. And it, and it was it was a good two years before she would even talk to me. Like, we we could not have a conversation. Mm. I mean, you saw the beginning of it. I went two weeks it. with my son not talking. I could imagine going two years. She just was like, you're faking it. I don't know who this person is. I don't know what this nonsense is, but you're, you're that same crappy person you have always been, you know, yeah. um, an absentee parent. It was two years before she actually believed I was going to stay home. Mm. There you have it, folks. Wow. Jesus. He will wow. give us the spirit of victory. Okay. He will give us victory. You don't accept anything else. I don't, I mean, for, for others, it may take longer, you know, I mean, it just, it's been a pretty long time. <laughs> well, there, I mean, there, I mean, it's just, there's gotta be hope. I mean, uh, for those who may be in a very, in a, maybe a very different, but similar situation. Right. Where they were maybe drinking too much and partying and then something happened, right? Usually it's an accident right? <laughs> or a divorce or something like that, where you, um, you know, need to do things differently. Right. And, uh, and surely I've been there where, you know, just, just, you know, with whether it is too caught up in work or too caught up in trying to get into a relationship with somebody where that person becomes more important than your kids 
or that kind of thing. Uh, thankfully, I've always been very close to my kids and always they've always been a part, but I always, there's no, no, um, no doubt that that could have been better, right? Oh, more present, better, more, right? more present and not with a beer in my hand or <laughs> not more present without um, having my face in the computer during work. Right. You know, um, but, uh, but the hope of Jesus is, is present in, in word two examples of that, that he changes everything. Changes, yes. Changes lives, changes, changes relationships, changes worlds. Yes. And in the most extraordinary way, wow. because it didn't see it, it. It was, we, we trusted God because here we, we've said it before. Like we come from two completely different worlds. We, we got in the relationship very quickly but I had you and us, yeah, you and I, you and I, <laughs> you and us. And I, and I, I trusted God a hundred percent, very similar to him telling me um, that he would save her, that he would, it would be okay. And I could not see the forest through the trees. I could mm. not, I, but I knew I was just on my knees crying all the time. Um, but it's even in our difficult moments, I have absolute certainty that we belong together. And so God's like, you know what? You're going to fix this. You know what I mean? Like there's, there's no like plan B with God. There's no plan B. God has one plan and either you follow the plan or you deviate from it, but there's no plan B. God doesn't give you, well, okay. You don't like that. Well, let's go. Let's pivot over here. And let's try this other door. Is it heaven or hell? It's binary. <laughs> God is binary. My way or no way. If you're not with me, you're against me. Right. And he said it. Either you gather with me or you scatter. Mm. So it's, and it truly, we either gather with him under his wing or we scatter. Yep. Those are the two choices. Remember the first thing that uh, I told you, and I think this has benefited us both, and we probably probably had similar thoughts, is that we, I, and I, can't, I think I actually maybe told you the very first day I met you, but uh, I said the one thing, that I want my kids to see for the very first time as me in a loving relationship and want to see what a loving relationship looks like. And so my, so that my goal for them is that they would see what it looks like. And now they can model it, model that and replicate it. And that was first and foremost, part of my reason for saying is that I just didn't, I didn't want to waste any time. I didn't want to waste. You're right. I didn't, I didn't like, hey, set an example. Hey, Come I just, on. Yeah. Let's I, did, go. I just said, there's no sense in us getting to know each other. If you don't understand what I'm looking for, I, you know, I, 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 if I'm either not going to be in a relationship and they're going to see what a single dad looks like, and I'm going to be the best single dad I could possibly be, Which you or are. I'm going to get in a good relationship. And I want my, my kids to see what a, what a, a man, woman, yes, man and woman relationship looks and like. And a godly one. And what a godly one looks like and what a loving relationship looks like. I wanted to model that. And so part of me saying that was Touché. was for, was, I, I said, hey, if you're not interested, then, you know, yes. let's not waste anybody's you time. You did say that earlier. Yeah. But I think now bringing the full circle is that I think that's benefited all the kids. Absolutely. And, um, uh, you know, and they, they get kind of grossed out and and say, ooh, and uh, you guys are making noises. <laughs> that, was a, that was not, that was PG-13. <laughs> no, I told well, we were We were really exercising. They right. thought we were doing something. My daughter came up to me today, mm -hmm. completely out of the blue. Jan asked us yesterday, uh, how are the kids taking it? My daughter's like, I like this house. 
I like this house. It feels like home. The exact words I use mm -hmm. feels like home. And I was like, oh, I'm so happy you say that. She's like, yeah, it's smaller than the other one, but but we're closer. She's like, it just feels like a home. Mm. Oh, That's I nice. love that. Nothing's ever felt like home. Not only have we just moved around like crazy, but it's just nothing ever felt like home. Our, our homes, me and her, have always been lonely. Mm -hmm. Empty. Yeah, this is definitely not empty and it is a moment. No. <laughs> Christine King says, uh, love you too. God's Aww, abundant blessing on you both. You. Thank and you so on much. you too, Christine. And Kate Thanks. says, I have four sons. Six years ago, he told me he didn't need a mom. I had to let go. No reason. He just didn't want me in his life. Oh, Kate, pray for that. We'll pray for you too, but pray to heal that relationship and bring him back to you because I just, I could, I could tell you from my experience and the, I'm not that, I haven't been a Christian as long as you, but it is, uh, there's no way God doesn't give victory mm. and replace joy with mourning from joy with mourning, replace wow. mourning with joy. <laughs> Sorry, I'm a little tongue tied today. Yeah. Like I said, I only had a couple weeks and it, it was difficult. I, I had, uh, my, my kids were being homeschooled. The long story short, I had to go to court to get them uh, in a situation where they could be educated. And I got them into a public school. The problem was my son uh, was going into sixth grade and he didn't know how to read or write. And so, um, and again, there's a longer story to it, but, <laughs> but my purpose was like to get him in there so that he could be educated and, and, and catch up. But the difficulty on him to do that, the embarrassment of not being able yes. to read and kids that are his, and he actually had to um, uh, hold them back uh, a year. So he was with younger kids and the younger kids were able to read and write and do things much faster. And it was just hard, very difficult. And so of course, because I'm the one who caused it, um, those two weeks of him not, not wanting to talk to me and he and I were very close um, was, uh, was very difficult. Mm. And and I prayed and we even stopped. And I remember reading a couple of times, a couple of Bible verses on the way to um, school. Um, that God did not. He did not allow me to. Go to a place that wasn't still a strong father figure. Um, because I, I think that Kelly still needed to see that. Right, regardless that, of what I would cave, sure to to what, just because it was easier. Yes, just because it was easier, and to take the burden off of him. That I continued to tell him. I said, "Son, I promise you that in the end you will thank me, and you will thank God for this opportunity you have right now." And then again, we would stop and pray, and he wouldn't even he wouldn't close. He was just like you know in the seat. And, um, I didn't have to wait long until the end of that school year where he. He, and then he got the he, COVID break. He thanked me. <laughs> you know, but, uh, yeah, but, but COVID gave him a chance to catch up. Yeah. But the only reason I bring that up is because it's just like there was this this moment where our flesh will say, you know what? I'm going to oh, yeah. forget yeah, it all. More let's, than moments. Let's, go, let's go back to the normal. Let's go back to the Yeah. Let's, let's go, go back, back to curtain number three. And uh, because it's easy. Right. And, it, and I want my son to start talking easy. to me again. And But I knew and God told me, no. 
no, no, you're doing the right thing. Stay strong. Show them what a, Same what a man, what a man looks like, um, a father looks like, that cares enough to to follow through, even though it hurts, even though it's painful. Yep. And um, and I'm not sure if that helps uh, Kate at all, but I'm just saying maybe there's something else. I mean, uh, I can also then go to my parents, my parents and my my siblings. We don't even talk. Um, and you know, I, I've, I've tried to make those phone calls. I've gone to their house to, to you know, um, I kind of not didn't really force myself. I said, let me just, I'll come over for Thanksgiving. <laughs> and I brought all the kids over for Thanksgiving to my brother, not my mom. My mom and dad have passed. We, we, they passed with never the opportunity to say, I'm sorry, or to talk. They, they passed without, somebody had to tell me that they passed away. I didn't even know. I'm sorry. Um, but um, I don't want that for anybody. I, I think about it often, how I just, I wish there would have been something that I could have done. And I, and I know that there, there, there was, I just don't, I don't know what it is, but I knew, I know that there's something. Sure. I know now with God, which I didn't have before they passed. I do now that there's a lot of things probably, um, but not probably, there's a lot of things I would have done differently with God, with the strength to go in and put a bunch of stuff aside and well, the baggage and the and the anchor that was keeping me from from doing more, whatever that was. And I love the way uh, a lot of the pastors, but especially Pastor Mark says, is that you got to think of your children as your legacy. That um, they, what you do with them, and the trials that you go through, and the tenacity that you show, is to create generations of change and goodness. Mm-hmm. And even I said it to my daughter a couple of weeks ago. I said we are the first Christians in our family and we will change our bloodline. And I said, and I hold you to that. I hold you to carry that forward because you will have changed thousands of years of idol worship and debauchery and and just bad behavior that's inbred from us from biblical times. I said, to break those generational curse, curses that go back four generations, God holds us accountable for up to four generations back. So in order to break that, I expect you to carry that legacy forward. Hmm. Uh, and it's important for us to think about child rearing as a legacy. And to also have forgiveness, is to forgive those that hurt us because it sets us free. It's hmm. not a matter of whether they change or they do something better, but it sets us free. Right. I don't understand Tony's message. Me either. But uh, Kate says... My oldest son, Paul, I pray for him every day. He tells me to trust him. Oh, that's beautiful. I don't know. Tony says, uh, 30 years ago, I was doing 72 hours straight in the riots. I it was there with you. Uh, Uncle Tony made the scene from minute one. Uncle Tony, I just figured out his name is Tony. So maybe he is Uncle Tony. I think so. Okay. <laughs> You may have to elaborate. Tony. Yeah, we may need more information. Yeah, I, was, I knew what right. you were talking about because that's I was there with you, not with you like side by side. I was maybe there. you were side I by side. I was at the rights. It's possible. <laughs> <laughs> I was there with my with my canine and uh, two buddies with um, ARs, and I had an MP5. That's how they tell you what kind of weapon I had. <laughs> nice. He is the real Uncle Tony. He's the real Uncle Tony. Okay, I got cousin Tony with a cat. As his, uh, well, we'll talk about the cats. <laughs> um, so let's get to the um, scripture reading. And oops, let me do the banner. Here we go. 
It's Psalm 23. 23. A favorite. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He makes me to lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside still waters. He restores my soul. He leads me in the path of righteousness for his namesake. Yeah, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table for me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil. My cup runs over. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Hmm. I have read that scripture to be one time the Lord just spoke to me because I would read it and cry, especially when I was going through difficulty. And one time when I was reading it, the Lord was like, the table that he prepared in the presence of my enemies was the enemies of my own flesh. Hmm. And he said that these are your desires sitting at this table and said that, you know, I want to give you victory over each of these strongholds in your life. Um, and it gave me a completely different perspective on it because often it's interpreted as external enemies, but to me, it always has a significance of God anointing my head, giving healing and victory over the enemies of my own soul. Hmm. I always think of it about you at the Islamic Center. Yes, because I read it at my dad's <laughs> funeral. <sighs> yes. All right. So Hebrews 7.25. Therefore, he is also able to save to the uttermost those who come to God through him, since he always lives to make intercession for them. And what did we learn about he always lives? What kind of verb? Continuous present perfect. That. Something that has existed for all time and continues. Wow. Continuous present perfect tense. I love that. Always lives to make intercession. Second Peter 3.14. Therefore, beloved, look forward to these things. Be diligent to be found by him in peace without spot and blameless. So this is Smith's point is that the breaking, the mourning, the contrite heart is all part of the removal of the spots. Hmm. The blemishes, the things that separate us from God. And that's uh, another reference to the sacrifice of the lambs. They, they, you needed to find one that was that had no spots and then wasn't dirty and had, was clean. Yes. Like what how hard that was to find because I don't know that I've ever seen I've never seen one of those at a petting zoo. No, oh goodness, they're no. nasty. Those are usually nasty. <laughs> Zoos just remind me of horrible animals that are in captivity. Did all sacrifices have to be like that? A spotless and in that in the old testament, yes, there were very specific requirements. Wasn't the there wasn't there one event, or I mean, I don't know if it's annual or if it was annual at the time where they would have to sacrifice it was like thousands of these sacrifices were taking place i'm sure they got a little bit lazy um, later on i don't just thought as, as everybody but, as everybody does in rituals yeah like they no, that's not a blemish that's just a little yeah, bit of dirt yeah well, you just rub it's it okay. out yeah, yeah. <laughs> shave the fur <laughs> so you brought did you want to bring up anything on this uh, tab here that you have open no no nothing nothing came to you on that one no, it's just a scripture about mourning. Oh. 
So Psalm 30, 11, you turn my wailing into dancing. You remove my sackcloth and clothe me with joy. Hmm. Remove my sackcloth. You turn my mourning into dancing. It's a sack, sackcloth. It's just like this, a draped, like a, like so, a potato uh, sack with a hole cut in, for your head. Well, the old in the Old Testament, the Jews would, when they went into mourning, they would put on sackcloth and wipe ashes over their body to show that they were in mourning. Hmm. And so it's like an expression now. Oh. It's got to be uncomfortable. That cloth is like That's very, the it's purpose. very picky. That's the purpose. I remember my mom used Suffer. to me, used to have this sweat sweater in the wintertime. Oh, and she so always would have me wear the sweater with no t-shirt underneath. And, I, and I, it was miserable oh. all day long. It was like wearing a sackcloth. Oh, <laughs> I hated she clothing when I was a kid. Hated it. Wouldn't wear it. <laughs> oh, you used to drive me crazy all day long. And then you'd sweat and it made it worse. Oh, Ugh, horrible. I was eating my graham crackers. I was trying to enjoy my graham crackers and I was itchy. <laughs> I was enjoying my paste and my graham crackers. Aww. Let's see. Let's see. Tony says I had a 38 in a shotgun. A 38? No <laughs> way. You didn't have a 38 back then. Come on, bro. Isn't that our little uh, little revolver? And that's a 380. Oh, that's the 380. Okay. That's uh, what I got. Kate says. So true he does. Amen. Amen. <sighs> uh, Tony wants to talk, cop talk. Cop talk. <laughs> he came here for cop talk, not God talk. <laughs> um, uh, let's see what we got going on. We got uh, we got our boxes are almost empty. Almost. And it's uh, going. Yeah, and so now I we got our club membership. Club membership. Clubhouse. We have boat lessons because there's a lake, and so we have to learn how to drive the boat around. And look at us, us hot dogs. We're gonna be like, <laughs> we got this covered. <laughs> Don't worry about us. Come on, right, folks, man. Oh, Kate's not allowed guns. That's, that's the worst. That's Kate. why parts of Australia were were as bad as they were because you guys don't have guns. Same in China, right? <laughs> yes. In England. In England. Oh yes. You can't do that. Canada. In Canada, same thing. Yeah, that's why they we won't let them yeah. take our guns. Well, we'll let you go a little way, and then we're gonna okay. We've had enough. <laughs> <laughs> Get out of my house. Yep. Um, oh, so, yeah. So, uh, I was saying, I was trying to think. I, th it was, I thought earlier I was thinking that there was something uh, that I needed prayer for, but I, I think we're good right now. Oh. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> no, I thought there was something. Specific. No, no, I do have a tummy ache, but I thought there was something particular that was going on this weekend. <laughs> I don't know. It completely left me. Uh, one other thing I did want to talk about really quickly, and I, I, this, is a good que this is a question for you. Mm. And I know that I didn't ask you this question before we went live. You never and do. And you hate it when I, when I give you these questions. But today ran in, I was at, having lunch. And um, a, a group of, um, and I call Special them children. But they were clearly adult, you know, as far as their age. Uh, but they were special needs. Um, children came in on one of their outings. And, uh, and there were some that were verbal. <clears throat> and then some that you know would utter noises, but weren't quite sure what they were saying. Nonverbal, non nonverbal, but yeah, but trying to be verbal. Um, and they were so happy. I was, I was talking to God in our prayer that um, just like they've just they, they just appeared to have such joy. 
Now it could have been that they were, you know, like they love tacos because I was at <laughs> a taco were, place. They were out for the first time. <laughs> they're out. Months. Yeah, they were out in a very long time. But they were just all smiling and happy, and and um, and I had the opportunity to move so that they could all sit down in one spot, which was awesome. And they were like, oh, you know, they were all happy. And the lady that was in charge of them, I'm not sure what to call her. Um, she was very pleased and happy. But when I read this devotional, what made me wonder about them is that how does God handle how, how does God handle them as as adult human beings that are no longer babies that may or may not have the opportunity to make that choice to accept Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior? How, how you have no answer for me? <laughs> Because I want to, I, I don't know if we should mourn for them. This, this I think is, actually that's what I was thinking about. Like, this is like the puppy question. Is my puppy going to be in heaven with me? I don't know. <laughs> Come on, Hedia. But they're be, human beings. Like, we know right, that all, we know be, animals aren't because animals don't have a but soul. You have, but you don't know that they're not going to be in heaven. Mm-hmm. Well, if, if, God didn't if, say. If any dog deserves to be in heaven, it's my, my dog. See, well, anyways. Um, I think, I think that we love a, um, an amazing God. Mm. And I think that he has, some um, okay. some way of accountability that's unique to people and their condition. Hmm. That's, that's just what I would like to believe. I don't, I'm sure there is a biblically theology, theological expert opinion, but that was my lay person's opinion. Hmm. I, I hope know. so. I would like to think so. I mean, you can't send all special needs people to hell. No, that would be horrible. <laughs> yeah, I just. Uh, <laughs> I mean, it's not that it's not that God doesn't get to make a choice on who goes to heaven and who goes to hell. But like I said, I just believe that there is a way in which He could grant them a supernatural conversation about whether they accept Him or not. It, it doesn't. It doesn't operate necessarily on the same physical plane as you and I. If any of you know, whether yes. you're watching now live or the replay, um, drop us a line. Yeah, <laughs> let us know. And I mean, let Andy know if, if Falco will be in heaven too. Yeah, well, Falco will for sure because God is amazing. Um, but um, yeah, I mean, again, just just the, the the sweetness of them and the you know the. And you don't know whether they don't know Jesus or not. Well, I'm sure there are, you know, there's different spectrums of of, uh, their mental condition, that kind of stuff. But uh, I'm just obviously talking about the ones that, you know. So I I have a couple friends and one of them, you know, their son uh, or daughter cannot even speak. Right. And make any words. But have they, uh, like, uh, we have a friend, Melanie, whose son also does not speak. But in worship, I've, I've worshiped with him. And he is absolutely into it. Wow. Yeah, absolutely. So like I said, I think there's a supernatural communication. It's not necessarily verbal as we know it, but I think their spirit is just as capable of communicating with God. It's just, we don't know how that interaction is taking place. That is awesome right there. That satisfied my Oh, I'm so glad. (laughs) (laughs) Do you want to tell us about your esthetician? I, yeah, I just had another divine appointment today. Yeah. She was awesome. She's a, a Catholic believer, but she says that Jesus Christ is the Lord and Savior, and she has a very strong um, faith and acceptance mm-hmm. of that. 
concept. I, Catholics are a giant mystery to me. I don't know much about the faith. And I know you some people married, are very married one. Yeah, but you were, <laughs> but you're a mainstream Christian now. Oh, yeah. So I know a lot of people have some very, very serious opinions about it. But mm. so I'm going to defer. But as long as you say Jesus Christ, my Lord and Savior, and he died on the cross for my sins, you're good to me. As <laughs> I'm not one to judge. Uh, but so we had this just amazing conversation. She's young and she's a doctor. And we just had this amazing conversation about faith and how important it is to be in a relationship with a believer. And because uh, she was asking me advice and what did you look for in your husband? And I said, the absolute most important thing was that he was walking with Jesus, hmm. that we would walk with Jesus together. Because I said, looks fade, money goes away or it comes I said, personality, things you loved about him, you'll end up disliking at some point or they'll annoy you. I said, the only thing that stays is Jesus, right? you know, and that you both look to him and he will inspire both your hearts to work it out. Awesome. Love that. Nalani Rhodes says, we serve a good and just God. He has a plan for everyone, especially special needs people. Love you both. Thank you, Nalani. Yeah, I totally awesome. agree. That is awesome. That was a. Uh, that was the first when you asked me earlier what was the thing that came to mind. That was actually one of the first things that came to my mind. Like, oh. and I wasn't sure how to talk about it and how to bring it up. But then uh, God gave me some words. Yes, which is awesome. All right, let's talk about something so amazing that if if you have not if you don't know about what we're about to talk about, then you need to take action. <laughs> Go ahead. <edit> it. <laughs> It's the Edify Christian Podcast Network. We'd love it if you would subscribe. It's all free. This is how. This podcast is part of the Edify Podcast Network. Edify is a faith-inspiring app that brings together thousands of the best Christian podcasts in one place for your listening enjoyment. Cut through the noise and grow your faith by diving into the world's top Christian podcasts today. Download the Edify app for free from the App Store or Google Play or by going to edify.app. That's E-D-I-F-I dot app. E-D-I-F-I dot app. It's because your face is glowing from that, anyway. that esthetician thing. <laughs> I just love, I just love that I, I'm really starting your Belinda's finally growing on me. It's just filled yeah. with believers everywhere I go. I told you there's something about being here. It's like we're in the heart of it, like it's in the middle of your Belinda or something. I don't know what it is, but since I've moved here, I feel more your Belinda in. Oh, <laughs> I think it's also the, the spirit of the Lord is just new. Yeah. Awesome. It's good. It's good to have a home. It's good to have a home. You know, really, it's because we thought we were going to be sleeping at the Walmart shopping. Nothing, uh, the, the nothing like lot. a little fear to <laughs> real put you on your knees, folks. Uh, all right. Anything else, my love? That's it. We uh, covered happy a lot of Happy Friday. Ground. Happy Friday. Because soon after Happy Friday comes Happy Sunday. <laughs> Sunday, fun day at church. Um, this background is going to change by this weekend. Really? Yes. By this weekend, this background <gasps> will not be as dull and gray. I'm so excited. We tried something else with another light over here. It didn't quite work out. So, But we still have the UFO landing over there. Yeah, we still have a little bit of it. No. <laughs> All right, we gotta go. Quit boring these people. Oh, we had one more. Kate. Saturday already. Oh, it's Saturday Happy in Saturday, Australia. Kate. Happy Saturday. And you'll be she'll be fortunate enough to be in Sunday before us. I know, right? Exciting for Kate. All right. We love you.
<laughs> Good night. God bless. God bless. Take Bye. Care. Bye.